Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Let me ask you this. Have you ever been in a position where you are struggling with an aspect of your business, you have no idea how to move the needle to make it work, and you feel like your back is against the wall? Then comes along some smart marketing copy in the form of an ad that promises to resolve the issue for you by simply signing up to a webinar that will provide you with the secret sauce. And to sweeten the deal, the webinar is free. Bonus, right? We all know at this point what we are trading for this information is our email address and our name. Not a bad price to pay for getting the information that promises to resolve our problem. Only to sit pen poised for the good part of basically an hour to find that the secret sauce isn't for free, but it's tied up nicely in a package that will cost you more than you had anticipated. In today's episode, I'm going to be addressing a few things. The first being how I'm all for selling of goods and services through webinars. In fact, I support it and think it's a great way to do so. But I also wanted to discuss the aspects of webinars that really get me angry and why we should be challenging this structure more. And finally, I wanted to finish off the conversation with my motivation to discuss webinars. So stay with me, my friends, as we explore the ins and outs of webinars. Here's the thing for me. I'm not opposed to people selling their goods or services through webinars in this way. Actually, I'm all for it. I want to say off the bat, before I get into this conversation, that I respect business owners and how hard they have worked to get to where they are now. What they charge is about their education and experience, and they should charge well for that. Because what they can do in an hour now certainly didn't take them an hour to learn, and this needs to be respected. This expectation needs to be set and respected more than what it actually is. So many business owners feel pressured to undercut and undersell what they shouldn't have to. They have earned the right to charge for their time and their experience. So let's not forget that. Having said that, I grew up in a time when you held your cards close to your chest when it came to your services and what value you could provide. It was the strategy of the time. You weren't going to give away too much, but certainly not as much as we do now. In all fairness, though, we do live in the information age now, and that's the ticket to getting the balance right, so much so that you provide enough that keeps your audience wanting what you have over anyone else offering the same thing. It's a balancing act, to say the least, but one that is effective. This is where webinars come in and are a great vehicle to do this exact thing. If, of course, they are done well. 
The kind of webinar that gives you something really tangible to take away and execute immediately into your business, regardless of whether you purchase the offer that's presented at the end or not. And there are ways to do this. And we know that because as business owners, we do this every day in our social media content strategies, in our marketing, through our podcasts, YouTube videos, etc. Now, I'm not saying that every webinar falls into the trap of just being a selling tool. I've been on many webinars that add value to my business or to my life, depending on the topic itself. And perhaps that's the point. What is the value and is that different for everyone? Of course it is, you're saying. What's valuable to me may not translate in the same way to someone else and vice versa. But I will say this, there is no denying that value needs to come first and foremost back to the promise that was made when the webinar was being marketed. Let me explain. I've been in webinars where there has literally been the promise of the five things you can do to achieve X and walk away with not one action point because those five things were what you would have access to only when you sign up to the offer at the end. Now, some would argue that in this particular instance, maybe they kept their promise. What they were saying is that they were going to offer five things that promises you to achieve X. And in essence, the five things were on offer, but they're in a paid version. And if that's the strategy, well, fine. Say that's the strategy. But when I sign up for a webinar, I look for value because I'm trusting in you to provide what you said you were going to provide. I'm not asking for anything more and certainly not less. And I know I'm not alone in this thinking. It's a common conversation that's had when the level of frustration is there that your valuable time as a business owner has been spent trusting in the process of the webinar, in the process of the person or the company delivering the webinar, only to walk away disappointed. Now, as business owners, we know what you get for nothing. And in essence, that's fair. You can't give everything away for free. But we rely on the promise that you made when you put out the expectation of that webinar, we rely on the promise that you made. So one thing I would say when thinking about doing webinars or creating a webinar is that the value and promise you're going to make and how you're going to deliver that is essential. So for me, and again, this is just my viewpoint, for me personally, to use a webinar effectively as a sales tool I believe it should have three things. The first, I think it needs to have a clear deliverable with action points that your audience can take away and implement into their business without the pressure of purchasing something during it. Many participants will be impressed by the impact your action points will have if they achieve what you promised they would achieve. To me, this will immediately have them keeping you top of mind 
And without a doubt, it will bring them back to you and they will make a purchase. Number two, it should be live, but with the option to receive a recording of it, should the participant not be able to make it? Because let's be honest, shit happens. Life happens, we get busy. And sometimes, even with the best intention, we want to show up. Sometimes we can't. Having this option to receive a recording acknowledges that the webinar wasn't just about an immediate sale, that it was about the value that it had promised. And to me, this symbolizes that you stand by what you are delivering in the webinar and you still want others to have access to that information because you believe in it that much. And number three, I believe webinars should have the bridge between the paid and the free content clearly outlined for full transparency at the beginning of the webinar. This would again play into that know, like, and trust factor and remove the sales pitch pressure that the participants know is coming. By removing it early in the webinar or in the process of letting people know about the webinar, the participants can concentrate on the information being delivered and get that value that they need from it that you're promising them with no pressure to buy. Because if done right, they will buy because you've trusted them enough to be honest about it. As business owners, I believe we have a duty of care to ensure that webinars as selling tools aren't tarnished by the lack of living up to their promises. It just makes others' jobs harder. Community over competition, I say. And as a community, we need to keep this in mind. There is a place for webinars as selling tools and effective ones at that. But also an amazing place to share content and provide support to our customer. So it's no secret what I loathe about webinars are the ones that just don't deliver. And I know which ones aren't going to deliver for me when the best part of the beginning of a webinar is all about the presenter and what they have achieved and not about the consumer or what it is that they're trying to sell them. I can appreciate that there has to be some social proof to some degree about what the presenter is capable of. But nine times out of 10, your audience already knows something about you. Perhaps it's about the achievements you've made or about the way you deliver content. Because I bet my bottom dollar, they have been watching. So using 20 to 25 minutes of the good part of an hour to tell us more about yourself, in my opinion, doesn't add value and is actually quite frustrating. I do love social proof, those that are the success stories. But there have been times when the promise is about, say, getting started with something. And the success stories hone in on those that have been working on this stuff a lot longer than the getting started phase. And I don't know if it's just me, but if the value is in the webinar and what it's going to present, I'd actually love to hear more from those that have used those strategies, the webinar strategies, and made a significant change enough to go on and purchase more from a presenter. Kind of like a hybrid of both. Maybe I'm expecting too much. 
perhaps that's the reality of it and the game we play when we enter into the big wide world of webinars. And I know that my expectation stems from what's ingrained of me as a business owner. I know earlier I mentioned that when I started out in business, the premise was to keep your cards close to your chest when it comes to the secret sauce and how so many of my clients have achieved their successes. But you know what? I'm an oversharer and I actually can't change that about myself. I love that I have the platform to be able to do this because it's, it's why I started my business in the beginning. So maybe that's why I have such big expectations. Again, I want to reiterate, I, I don't expect anyone to give away everything because they have worked hard to get to where they are now. And I respect that and respect that they are in business to make money, plain and simple. So I'm not suggesting for one minute that they give everything for free. Again, I'm only suggesting that what they promise is what they deliver. And if that's too much, maybe try promising less. Set the expectation and stick to it. I don't think that's too much to ask. So I hear you asking, why are webinars top of my mind right now? Again, I'm practicing what I preach and for full disclosure, I'm actually going to be doing some webinars myself. It's part of this new 2022 that I'm setting the scene for in my business. I've only done a handful of webinars in the past. And each time that I have done one, I can honestly say that there hasn't been a sales pitch at the end. It's just, I find it really, really hard. I'm not a salesperson. I'm an accountant. I find it very, very difficult to do that pitch. And to be honest, when I set out to do those webinars, it was never the purpose or primary purpose for me for doing them. And it's actually never going to be the immediate purpose. It will form part of it. I actually will be using webinars as a sales vehicle in 2022 when I get started doing more of them. And I'm not going to hide that fact, but I will be flipping the narrative on them and ensuring that when I have something to sell during any webinar, that I will make that known so the expectation is set. I'll also make it known when I'm not using them as a sales vehicle because I think that's just as important. But they will be all about value, every single one of them. As I mentioned, I've been thinking about content of late. And with all these new projects I have coming up in the new year, I'm thinking of ways that I can best deliver this content. And the idea of webinars, I love. Because I've always loved presenting my information or what I have to give in a more personal way, I think webinars are the right platform for me which is why it's so important that I deliver this message today. I'll be honest, even I think financial information is boring. Actually, I know it is to so many people. But I also know in my experience that the best way to get anyone thinking more about how powerful the information can be for their business growth would be to speak with them about it more than at them through visual social media content that has no connection at all. And that's what's important to me, that connection. I already know the value in everything that I do. It's what I'm most confident about. 
I've worked with hundreds of business owners and seen the results. So I know the value is there. And I'm bringing it to you. I want to continue to bring it to you, which is why webinars are so important to me right now. So I will say this, if you are interested in getting notified as to when and what will be presented in the new year and all the stuff I've got going on, please sign up to my mail list, mailing list. It's the one place that I know I can reach you and give you early access to the delivery of any content in any form that I've got going on. I'll put a link in the show notes for you to be able to do so. And of course, don't forget, if you like what you hear on this episode or this podcast, please be sure to hit that follow button so you will be notified when the new episodes have dropped. As by way to ensure that I can continue to provide value, because that's why I do what I do. And that's that's my constant research is to continue to provide value and how to do that. Please let me know more about your experiences with webinar, what you've loved, what's worked for you, what you've found to be the biggest challenges or the things that you may have loathed about them. Let's be honest, because it's all in the name of research and it helps me provide the delivery and of course, your confidence in webinars and particularly the webinars that I'm going to deliver. Well, my friends, that is my take on webinars. Take from it what you will, leave what's not of value, but continue to challenge your expectations and what you want to see from those you trust. Stay well, my friends, until next time. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.